0: Send me down to Tucson. In Tucson Arizona Tucson, Arizona Live from the Tucson Convention Center For the Saba Home and Patio Show It's every Arizona homeowner's best friend Rosie on
1: the house
2: Come on down to my house It's on the road this weekend At the Tucson Convention Center Broadcasting for the Southern Arizona Home Builders Home and Patio Show. And we have someone from Saba here joining us to extend a personal invitation to all of you listeners, Miss Alex Porta. Alex, thanks for joining us here this morning.
0: Hi, I am so excited to be here. It is a beautiful day to have a home show.
2: And you are the event manager.
0: Yep, I am new to this I'm surprised happened. you
2: can sneak off the floor long enough to come up here and do this.
0: It's a nice break. I'm actually going to be hiding out here all day, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: As event manager, you can't even walk down those aisles where somebody's not trying to grab you and say, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. You know,
0: I love it because then I get, you know, free little, like, snacks or, you know, <laughs> sips of wine from our vendors. So it's, it's kind of a perk.
2: <laughs> so you're you're with the Southern Arizona Homebillers Association, and your job is pull this event off. Um, it's great. To have it all back, sold out, full vendor participation, and everybody's face-to-face again.
0: Yes, we are so excited. It's our first time since COVID that we've sold out our floor. Our team has worked tirelessly to get everybody back in the show, returning exhibitors, and a lot of new, great, innovative uh, exhibitors out here on the show this year.
2: I saw something where y'all are going to make an award for the most innovative product? Yes. Is that a new um, dimension of the show?
0: I we have had that um, okay. in a few past, uh, but this year we were really excited. We granted that to Pikes Three D. They're a concrete printing, um, so they have all outdoor furniture three D printed out of concrete. It's it's amazing.
2: Now that is furniture that'll last, right? <laughs> So, uh, how long have you been with Sama?
0: I have been here for four weeks. So I was thrown into it. Um, like,
2: like, did they, did they hire <laughs> you to be event manager, or did they surprise you with that?
0: <laughs> no, they hired me for this specifically. So okay. I've gotten you know really hands-on training with Courtney Kenyon, who is the main event manager of this show. She has worked so long um, to get this up and running the way it has been, and I'm very grateful to have shadowed her the last four weeks. There's
2: just about a jillion details that have to <laughs> To come together what just happened what happened sunday at four o'clock
0: um well i think we put our feet up for oh bit. i bet bit. you do i bet you
2: do oh mercy so saba has been having a home show down here for how many
0: years 50 years so it has been in the same spot for the last 50 years and we are so excited to keep that tradition going
2: that's awesome it is It is absolutely the best home show in Arizona. Y'all do a great job. I think so. Y'all do a great job. Ours today.
0: Uh, Today we are here. We are open now. Um, Just open. We just opened. So get in your cars and come down and we are open until 6 p.m. tonight. And
2: uh, parking?
0: Free parking. So free parking at the convention center. Um, New
2: new parking garages have been erected.
0: Yep. So there's plenty of parking, um, and it's really easy access. We have two main entrances from the west and east side, so um, we really encourage everyone to come down. How many
2: square feet do you have consumed by home service vendors down there?
0: It seems like a million (laughs) because the floor goes endlessly when you're walking (laughs) it. It'll feel like
1: two million by the end of tomorrow
0: night. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You know, I don't know the exact square footage, but, um, again, we are wall-to-wall filled with exhibitors
2: And y'all are here again tomorrow 10 to 4. Correct. And then do y'all have anything to do with the concert? (laughs) Or did they just ask you to close early for traffic to get in and out?
0: Um. Yeah. So the concert, um, you know, was outside of the Saba Home Show. We, yeah. you know, are very excited that Metal Death is coming to t- <laughs> Mega Death is coming to Tucson. Um, <laughs> but we, um, yep. So we're co coexisting here at the Tucson Convention Center Sunday. <laughs> well, that could
2: make for an exciting tomorrow afternoon.
0: Yeah. If everybody wants to, you know get their hair blown out, get some leather pants on. (laughs) They could come out.
2: We may have a whole People watching may be brought to a whole new level tomorrow at the home show. Pick out some drapes and then rock out.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'll bring my eyeliner for everyone. Oh, awesome,
2: awesome. So y'all will draw from all over. I mean, you'll draw homeowners from south of the Gila River all the way down to the international border
0: yeah i mean we um you know we have um stay rocky rentals as well here so all the way down to rocky point mexico we are trying to capture yeah, yeah you can book
2: a fishing trip and a sunlight cruise on his right, boat yeah exactly. uh, man, <laughs> I, that caught my eye
0: yeah right i know it's hard not to walk past that <laughs> yeah
2: so uh um, homeowners from all over come yeah. and most a lot of the vendors are kind of under the a protocol of serving the larger area just a part of being down here
0: yep so most of our exhibitors down here um they are servicing up in you know maricopa county even and all of pima county penal county um so there it's really touching every corner of arizona here
2: (laughs) it is the southern arizona home builders association home and patio show at tucson convention center we're broadcasting live we'd like to invite you down if you're a regular listener uh jennifer and i in the booth yesterday were greeted by a onslaught a constant parade of listeners coming by and introducing themselves and when you do radio i mean you never get to meet the 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 people i mean you could be talking in the microphone and there'd be nobody on the other side (laughs) and it's so great to do a demonstration and have the seats full and be able to greet people all day long that come to us and tell us how much they appreciate the program and how much we appreciate the partnership with saba
1: we even had a homeowner come up to us yesterday and say thank you for the Saba tickets from the Tucson Festival of Books. They had come out and talked to us there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think we, we gave ended. them the Saba tickets. We mailed out I think over a hundred. Yeah. And if you go to Saba's home show you can get half off tickets if you're a senior citizen, military, frontline worker. Children under twelve are free. Otherwise it's eight dollars ahead, but free parking and you know, it's definitely worth the investment.
0: Oh, definitely. And there's something for everybody here. You know, um, we have so many different exhibitors. We're going to have the Easter Bunny today, and you'll have the chance to enter to win a $50 uh, Visa gift card if you take a selfie with the Easter Bunny and post it on our social media.
2: (laughs) And you were talking about the innovative idea that won the show, uh, uh, 3D Concrete Printed Outdoor Furniture. Well, tell me about the comic book mobile. What is that? (laughs)
1: that guy is really
2: we're we're in a room overlooking the entire floor and that's quite the outfit
0: yeah i know he's really fun he does a lot of activities for children and families so if you come down he'll have coloring books for your children um you'll be able to take selfies with him there's toys everything and he's again very glittery very fun and very outgoing
2: just one of the exhibitors here at Saba. Well, Miss Alex, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us. I know, as event it matter, your time is spread pretty thin this weekend.
0: It is. I'm so happy to be speaking with you, and thank you for having us.
2: Uh, absolutely. Our pleasure. <laughs> absolutely. So, come on down. One of the things we're talking about.
1: Today or later?
2: Uh, well i was gonna say like right now
1: <laughs> well right now and uh at two thirty, rosie will be taking the stage which is on uh the the main floor all the way to the east side of the convention center and it's a little five point present or uh five category presentation broken down into different things that uh many of us do wrong here in our homes in Arizona. So that's part of what you'll get to come and experience and enjoy here. That's at 2.30 today. It is. It is.
2: And, and we'll we'll video record that and distribute it through YouTube too so we can get that information out. So uh, it's what we try and do is bring you information that can make you smarter, more efficient, and intelligent uh, homeowner in Arizona, primarily so you can get out and enjoy arizona enjoy the great state of arizona we talked a little bit about what a lot of homeowners do wrong uh in most common mistakes under the category of air conditioning and heating let me talk a little bit about what people do wrong under the category of plumbing and while i do this you're welcome to call the show sweet jennifer's down here in the coliseum with us uh, but not the coliseum, but the commerce center um but we do have a call screener in studio with our producer gary d and you can reach her by dialing one 767 4348 let us know uh, your name where you're calling from and your question we'll do everything we can we'll put our 50 years of remodeling arizona homes to work for you we'll teach you the tricks of the trade and give you the tips you need to pull off whatever project you're trying to tackle So under plumbing, one of the things that homeowners do wrong most often is they ignore the water heater. Now, you can ignore the water heater until it gives out on you, and then all of a sudden it becomes the center of your world, and you do anything and everything you can to stop the leak that's now gushing out all over the laundry room floor and restore your supply of hot water. Hot water heaters in Arizona can generally last about 15 years. Generally, there are areas in Arizona they don't last near that long. But generally speaking, throughout Arizona, you can expect a water heater to last about 15 years. If you have ignored your water heater for the last seven, eight, or nine years, I would tell you don't touch it. I would tell you keep ignoring it. I would tell you don't think about it. I would tell you don't even look at it. If it is still working and is seven eight or nine years old just ride that horse until it collapses but if you've got a new water heater there's a couple things i'd like you to do i'd like you to get in the habit of flushing it once a year and this is easy to do you turn the circuit breaker off or you turn the pilot light off you then put a hose on the valve at the bottom of the water heater and run that hose out to your yard drain the water heater once it's completely drained, then turn the water on at the top of the water heater for five seconds. That will allow fresh water now to circulate in your empty water heater and it in, turn it off after five seconds. It will be flowing fast enough that it will carry all the sediments out that exit port at the bottom. Don't fill the tank back up and drain it again. Just crack the water on, count to five, and turn it off. Do that four, five, or six times until the water coming out of the hose is free of debris. It's gonna come out like chalky uh, flakes. When that quits coming out, now you can shut the valve, fill the tank back on, relight the pilot, and uh, throw the circuit breaker back on. So don't ignore your water heater. If you have a water softener, uh, while, you're, while you're draining it, you might want to replace the anode rod. That's very easy to do. And an anode rod from the factory generally comes in aluminum. If you have a water softener, you're going to want to use magnesium. And if your hot water has that dirty, rotten egg sulfur smell, you're going to want to use zinc. So there's just a couple tips of things you can do to correct some bad habits as it pertains to caring for your hot water heater more when we get back at rosie on the house
1: you had mentioned taking care of your home allows you to get out and explore this state we're we're kind of double dipping on this trip right now we good, have good. the saba home show going on but we also there's also the junior high high school rodeo going on south of tucson in a town called Sonoida.
2: that's that a they, fun the, arena
1: the kids are competing in <laughs> oh and that's great we stayed in patagonia last night uh, there's not a lot of lodging in those uh, little towns but the we stage stop. <laughs> we were able to stay at the stage stop in and last night going uh, after we left the arena, there was a, a barrel race jackpot that the girls were competing in. So it was dark when we left. And so in the headlights, we got to see what I think were coos deer because they were small enough, but they were just on the side of the road uh-huh. and it was coming around a bend. So you got like a flash second to see <laughs> them. So it wasn't like I had a lot of time to identify as that. a uh, White tail? Is that a mule? Is that a coos But it was small enough. I, it was either a fawn or they're, a pretty dainty. And then when we pulled in, when you pull into Patagonia, the main highway going through there, eighty-two. Well, the, for the about the five hundred yards that Patagonia is—that's right, in the town of Patagonia. There's a road about one block south. It's not even a complete city block. It might be, I don't know, hundred feet, two hundred feet, and in between there it's just trees and grass and there's tables and places it's kind of like a, a little town picnic the whole way through yeah so we turn in pull into the stage stop and our headlights are facing back into that, that park, area, the that park, park median area, area that beyond that is 82 and we got to watch four javelina two <laughs> grown-ups and two little baby javelinas just kind of root all the way across and uh it was the first time the kids got to see javelina in the wild, and then uh, it was just a, a beautiful day. And some friends of ours that have recently moved over from California, like, man, this place is incredible. I feel like I'm in Paso Robles. I'm like, I know this is this is a very special place in Arizona, but yes, it is. There is a high wind advisory going on right now, so just be careful. They're advising, you know, make sure your chains are not uh, dragging. Make sure if you've got. Weed-eating you're doing this weekend, you know, rocks, sparks, it's a very dry desert right now. And with the high winds, those sparks can you know, engulf, uh, engulf flames. So it's it's all over the weather service, watching out for the, the fire danger this weekend.
3: I drove the transit down. You? Uh, I did, because Dad was napping. Uh-huh. And, and the uh, transit. I mean,
2: I mean power napping. <laughs> I mean, I was out.
3: <laughs> but there was a moment where I thought I had been hit. You know, I got this huge burst and pushed over and the back of the all the cargo kind of rattled and i looked around and it was nothing there it was just the wind it is strong keep your hands on the wheel yeah especially straight on
1: the transit it's kind of mm, like it's a, it's a rolling billboard but it's also a wind sail right?
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: do
2: and do be careful about those trailer chains because that is what caused a, a fairly significant fire up on chevlon mesa up above uh christopher creek last year it ended up being pretty significant so Pick those chains up. Make sure they're not dragging. No sparkly. no butts out
1: the window. It, I, oh, boy. Like,
2: we, like Jennifer mooning I, or like a, a cigarette. cigarette butt? Oh, okay. <laughs> Mooney. <laughs>
1: that that yeah. probably too.
2: Yeah. Is that a press or a hang?
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> or can you, yeah. <laughs> can you do a squeaker and rub it off the glass? <laughs> oh,
2: man, oh, man. How <laughs> do we get here? I don't know. I can remember when Jennifer and I tried to book um, a, a, a bed, breakfast, and barn facility in southeast arizona in a particular dry year and they said well you can't bring your horses because we're not allowed we're not allowing any shoed horses out on the national forest because it's just that dry even a spark from a horseshoe could start a fire
1: when there was a couple years at camp geronimo the stables we weren't allowed to take the horses outside of of the camp geronimo facility area for that exact reason well
2: let's just pray that the weather service is correct when they say that the monsoon season this summer for arizona is going to be significantly above average so we had a we had a whale of a monsoon last year and i'm hoping they're right about their predictions for this year because we could sure use it we could always use it
1: we're working to get john richardson from the arizona forestry department he said he was available this saturday you know when when we're remote in tucson We've already got the, the program packed, but talking about, you know, they've brought on a hundred additional crew members to do start creating fire breaks around homes that back up to the national forest.
2: Listen, y'all stay tuned in the next segment of Rosie on the house. I know a lot of you are intimidated by working with drywall and we're going to bring one of our drywall experts in and talk about how simple patching drywall is now i'm not saying matching the texture is simple that takes a little practice but we're bringing in rick thompson we call him the drywall drywall magician when he does a patch it's impossible to find it and he's going to give you his tips on patching drywall in this next segment
1: back to Rosie on the house as we broadcast live from Saba. We're actually uh, going to bring in somebody from out of the Tucson area to cover our weekly to-do, which has to do with drywall repair. And the reason for that, we don't have a drywall contractor in Tucson to recommend. So if you are a drywalling contractor, licensed, bonded, insured, been in business locally at least five years, and interested in filling that void we have, you know, come on out to Saba today and introduce yourself to us, get an application and we can start the process from there. But in the meantime, we're actually bringing in a gentleman by the name of Rick Thompson, Thompson's drywall. You've had Thompson's drywall over a decade, but he's actually been doing work for our listeners long before that because the company he worked for retired moved up to Sholo. Rick went out on his own, and he was their best technician. So we we partnered up with Rick, and he's been doing drywall for our listeners for pushing twenty years now. Rick, time flies. What are you up to today?
4: I'm over here at the live streams, uh, doing a little texturing on the ceiling.
1: Interrupting your your production this morning, I apologize. <laughs> Anything our, for the listeners. And that's what it's all about—the education. So let's start with. Uh, Drywall cracks and knowing whether or not, is that a a structural crack indication or is it just a cosmetic crack?
4: Well, that's what we got to figure out. A lot of times, uh, if if you see cracking going around doors and windows or you see some heaving, those are structural. And even settling cracks, as long as the house isn't moving. If your house is moving, you need to get that fixed first.
1: And one of the tricks that we used to tell people is just take a piece of tape and put it over the crack and draw a pencil line like how wide the crack is and come back in a couple weeks. And if it hasn't moved or the crack's not any bigger than that line you made with the pencil, you're probably okay going ahead and repairing the drywall.
4: And then sometimes in the ceiling, you have gravity working against you too. So I'll take my knife and I'll relieve the stress in the crack. And then I'll I'll run screws on both sides of the crack, tighten it back to the studs of the trusses. But like on the ceilings, like I said, sometimes you got gravity. Kind of, once a little crack starts, it starts releasing a little bit, and then uh, so by running screws in it, you're tightening it back up, and uh,
1: you, you should be good. And so, how do you repair it then? Because if you you know matching texture isn't you know something you just pick up and do once and and you're happy with it. <laughs>
4: I think that when I first got into drywall, I was just, I used to sand texture. I used to follow a, a spray rig or, or people that would put the skip trial on the walls. That's how I first got in drywall. And I sanded so many houses and made a good living doing it. But I think as an advantage for me because it gave me uh, the opportunity to see good texture and bad texture. Just practice. You just got to look. Look at the direction of the texture, kind of like material has a nap. You want to follow the same direction. You want to follow the nap. And that that helps hide a lot just in itself.
1: When the texture was applied, somebody had to be going in a direction, left to right, up to down. And what you're saying is you want to try and see what direction it was applied and then do it the same direction. Yeah, you want to
4: read the texture as best you can because you don't want everything to be going one way and then you do something the other way it's going to stick out like a sore thumb
3: what's the first uh, and then
4: also you also want to make sure that before you do the texture take a sponge and sponge your edges into the existing texture don't sponge it too much just enough that it blends in So you're kind of feathering that part of it before you even texture it otherwise you're going to see an outline of the
1: texture and that works even on a painted uh finished drywall surface Right. So Now, you don't want to get it so wet that you actually see water running down, but you at least want it. A, just a damp sponge. Just kind of wash it off. So we've got the dampness on the, the texture. We've applied it for small cracks. Do you like those little aerosol cans of drywall texture you can get at the hardware store?
4: Well, you can. It's, those are kind of hit and miss for me, though. I've had a bad experience. I'm, I counted on a can, and it messed me up because it was an old can or something. And then I'm like, oh. but for the homeowner, they're perfect. They're great. They, you can just get in there, spray a little bit, and uh, they work well.
1: And then when you're doing the spray, it's best to go find some place to spray it first. You know, Pull out some cardboard, sheet of plywood, spray yeah. it onto a surface that you're not doing first, just so you get the feel and you can see how it comes out, how fast it comes out, the pattern it is, right. how fast you're going to have to move it when you're doing I'll it do on your finish. I'll do that with my plastic. A plastic. And when I'm
4: masking off an area, I'll just start on my plastic. <laughs> I got to test out the, the, my masking, right? Make sure it's <laughs> working.
1: <laughs> so once it's sprayed, what's our next step from there? We got to let it dry.
4: Well, if it's a knockdown, let it dry. Wait till the, you get the little shininess becoming a little dull. And then take a, a knife and do a light knockdown. Just kind of drag your knife nice and flat, very softly. And that should do it. Well, if it's an orange pill, just leave it. Maybe uh, once it's dry, take a little piece of sandpaper, do a light sand on it if you got little crumbs sticking out, and so you just kind of knock those off. Be real gentle with
1: it. And then at that point, you're ready to apply the, the paint, whether you're trying to match the existing or you're right, going to go the, ahead and change primer it. primer and the paint.
4: You want to you prime them. Now Sometimes you, you want to prime them a couple times because it's sucking up the paint, and you have the other walls already got layers of paint on it, so now... You don't want it to flash, so you want to definitely get a good primer.
1: And then real quick, share your story about uh, using screen door material for for patches. Uh,
4: Yeah, Uh, I was was working in upstate New York and on some huge mansions. Uh, One house I worked on had 30 rooms. I couldn't believe it, but it was uh, all plaster. And when you have plaster walls, sometimes you'll get areas that spiderweb. The reason, I don't know, it's just old and moving in all different directions, I guess. But uh, one way to solve it, they taught me to use screen door material, the fiberglass. So just kind of blob a little bit of uh, mud on the wall or ceiling, whatever it is, and then stick the screen on that and then start skimming it into the wall. And it's like one big, huge piece of fiberglass mesh tape.
1: That would so, be uh, applicable if you're you're talking about a serious size crack. Yeah. Well, that's a, a little great crack
4: tip. here and there just use,
1: you know, mesh tape.
4: Well, they got this uh, fiberglass tape now, too. It works pretty good.
1: Well, let's go through drywall patches, especially behind doors and handles or moving dinks, whatever the case well, may be.
4: First, before I fix anybody's door hole, they have to have a door stopper <laughs> there or a new door stopper because I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. <laughs> But um, you can uh, cut it out a little square, and that is perfect for a tear patch. Cut your hole into a little square, and then that way it's easier to work with. Then you get your other piece of sheetrock, the new piece, and cut it a little bigger than the hole. And then take it and flip it around to the backside so the backside is out facing you. And then drop it down a little low so you can see where the square hole you just cut. And then score the back side on both sides for the measurement, and then you can pull it up and do the same thing horizontal. Do one vertical, or do do the two uh, vertical, and then the two horizontal. And And then you pull that back part off. You pop it, and you you kind of pull it towards you because you don't want the tape to be pulled off the sheetrock that you're going to use as the plug. And the whole idea is using tape. It's going to be your own tape and it's actually going to hold the patch in place. So before you put it on the wall, you got your pieces all cut and ready to go in. You take uh, some drywall joint compound or mud, uh, use your knife, and apply it around the sheetrock itself, the, the patch, kind of like a brick. You're putting in a brick in the wall. And then also put a ring around, the, or smear it around the, the, the hole in the wall also the outside of the hole you push it into the wall evenly and flush and then you just pull out the sides in all directions and let it dry and then you can go ahead and put a couple coats on it texture it
1: a picture's Uh worth a thousand words to see what rick is talking about if you go to our website click on our weekly to do he actually has pictures from three years ago he did a cut patch example for us how big of an area will a cut patch work? Because that does get limited if you're starting to get into some bigger...
4: I don't know. I would say maybe uh, you could go to like a foot. I mean, You could go more, but you're just going to be fighting it. At that point, it's so much easier just to get some backing. And what I use is I'll go to Home Depot or whatever your favorite home store is and get some furring strips. Uh, they're one by one a pine wood. And you cut those a little bigger than the hole, maybe a couple inches above and and below the hole. And put it on both sides if it's a larger patch or if it's a small patch, get away with just one stick. You put it in the back side of the drywall, and then you run screws into it on the top and the bottom, and that'll hold it. You're going to need a screw gun to do that. And then you have your backing, and then you can run a screw or two into the wall. And then you go ahead, and then you put your tape around it, go ahead and coat it couple times three times if you need it do whatever it takes the flatter the better
1: that is your weekly to-do walk around observe how many drywall repairs you need uh, if any at all and you can use this podcast and re-listen to it and go through it step by step to learn that technique or if you decide that's not a job you want to do yourself but you have the need for it rick how do they get a hold of you
4: well they can get a hold of me by giving me a call at 602-330-7754. And I'd be uh, be my pleasure to take care of uh, any of your drywall needs.
1: Rick Thompson, Thompson's Drywall. Thanks for spending your Saturday morning with us. You're
4: very welcome. Anytime. Thanks Romy. I got I got
2: late breaking news. Uh, we should have a we should have a siren running while I'm putting this together, because APS, there it is, (laughs) okay. Um, APS, if, if you are one of the legion army of super cool homeowners that we have helped you over the decades be more comfortable in the summer and have a lower utility bill at the same time, APS has a rate change pending, coming imminently, soon. You must pay attention. When that triggers, the peak hours are gonna change and you will have to reprogram your thermostats. So that's a big beware here. You do not wanna get caught accidentally running up some peak charges. They're actually going to increase the off-peak hours. And they're actually going to give you, I think, the the details, I don't have them yet. But instead of off-peak starting at 8 p.m., they're moving that back all the way to 6 p.m.
3: That's a gift.
2: So now a family can actually cook an electric dinner.
3: Without feeling guilty.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So that's a big, big alert. And I'll tell you. I've seen several calls this week, people wanting to know they were scammed, phone calls. Hey, APS says they're going to turn my power off in an hour if I don't do something. APS will not call you and threaten to turn your power off in an hour if you don't process a credit card payment. That's a scam. One of the many that are going on right now. Well, it's
3: the season for scams, for roof scams, for solar scams. So, you know what, just don't. Talk to the people that come knocking on your door. A lot of times they're not even legitimate companies. They're just salesmen. They're frontmen. So, you know, come to us. Let us help point you to somebody who's valid and give, give a good job. Do a good job.
1: Rick is on hold. We're not going to be able to take uh, calls with the few minutes we have left to wrap up the segment, but he's looking for a contractor for a retaining wall. Couldn't find one on our website. Well, you would find that under the landscape category. There is there's new predictive search coming with our new website where you just start typing in what you want and it'll start giving you the selected options Uh, because right now you have to scroll through categories. Well, if we broke out every category, you would scroll forever. Example flooring, you know, is inclusive to wood. Tile, bamboo, carpet, uh, landscaping is inclusive to gardening, planting, trees, retaining walls, which is what he's looking for. So just go back, put in your zip code, and select landscaping, and then that'll give you the contractors that'll be able to install a retaining wall for you. And then Mark has a smell coming from his kitchen sink, and a lot of times people forget to clean underneath the rubber gasket that goes into the garbage disposal. And every time you turn that disposal on, you know, stuff gets flung everywhere. And one place the water doesn't get while it's running is up underneath that rubber. Um, nasty splash. Garden. So nasty splash. Garden. Pull that out. Get ready. Cause it's nasty. It's going to let you know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Clean it off. You throw it in your dishwasher on a hot cycle with your next, Load if you want, but that's more. If that's not the case, mark call us back and let us know. And that, and then uh, like our drywall tip from last time, are all things you can complete as tasks in our app. That you go to Rosieonthehouse.com/app and it brings you to the licensed uh, homezada platform we have brought to Arizona homeowners. And it, you complete that task mark and then set yourself a reminder for remind me again next year to do this. If the smell comes back in six months, do it then, complete the task, and then do a biannual reminder. And that'll just help you keep up with all the maintenance things that your home requires. And there's a couple new features that HomeZada... At
2: at Rosie Wright Remodeling, we're going to start enrolling
1: every remodeling client into HomeZada. And and two very new cool features that it includes in that. You can go in and set what push notifications you want because there's a lot of things. There's a maintenance tab There's an inventory tab. There's a finance tab. Well, you could say, you know, what? I only want maintenance notifications scheduled for me because you can assign different maintenance tasks to different people in the family or different contractors. Well, I only want my reminders and It also now integrates with your banking system. So as you invest in home improvement items, you can then link that into your homezout app so this project cost me x amount this maintenance cost me x amount so when it comes back up again it also has the reminder of the financial investment or the the estimated investment that you'll have completing that task that's a cool program so just one of the benefits go to rosy on the app click on the link and um the Free membership is only the inventory tracking, which is still extremely powerful and robust. But a premium subscription at $5 a month unlocks the maintenance, the projects, the financing. And if you use promo code ROSIE, that drops at 25%, so it's 42 bucks for the year. And it'll save you that every easily save that every month if you're using it on maintenance items just in the time spent looking for
2: documents so what did i buy when did i buy it and how long's the warranty and who installed it i mean just the time it's going to save you doing all that is more you know i mean if you pay yourself more than 50 cents an hour
1: (laughs) (laughs) right oh man and there's additional uh items that are coming uh that continue to but you know we don't release them until Homes Auto releases the press release just because they're not ready yet but one additional thing we do there at Rosie on the house to bring home ownership into the current modern uh, era and we're happy that we can bring up a discount to you and we'll keep you updated as those and with our new website we're very excited about that in the meantime If you're in Southern Arizona or the Tucson area and you're coming by the Saba Home Show, stop by booth 714, say hello, or come see us on stage at 2.30.